Welcome back to the Anime Summit Newscast. It's your favorite host and most. I'm the bomb. It is May 23rd, 2022. And I realize I'm doing this a day late. I apologize. Last So, hmm, man. And I don't know if y'all believe in that ast ast astronomical, astrological bullcrap, but I used to not, and now I, now I kind of do. And, like, so Mercury has been in retrograde, and then we had that eclipse. And I don't know. I, everything's been going wrong, I feel like. <laughs> um, you know, it could also just be because I... Whatever. But I got sick. You know, I don't know if you guys heard. My voice even now is still kind of hoarse. So I might cough a little bit throughout the the newscast. If I do, I'm sorry. I'll try to, you know, go away from the mic so I'm not... But anyway. um, Yeah, I'm doing this at daylight, so this is coming out. You're hearing this Tuesday, Tuesday morning right now. Hopefully you're listening to it on your commute to work, having fun, before you have to go and do poopy work. Or maybe you work from home and you can listen during work. Whatever. But anyway, I'm here to bring you the good news, okay? A lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. And the way I'm doing it now is I'm doing it how I did the last couple times, where I just talk about anime news and there's other nerdy things sprinkled in between. I think that's, I think that's pretty decent. I cannot fully capture video game news and other nerdy news on top of... I don't know. I just feel like because there's so much of it. There's so if I if I were to do a, a movie only newscast or a video games only newscast, you know what I mean? Um, I would I would you know what I mean? Like I could I could cover it all, but I hope you guys enjoy it this way. If you don't, let me know. You know we can go back to the other way. I'll do whatever you like better. Okay. So that being said, I'm sorry this is a day late, and I'm sorry that I skipped out on it last week. Um. My voice is, is getting better little little by little every day. It sucks because every time I get sick, every time I get sick, I end up coughing for like two, three weeks. It's really annoying. Like I don't feel, you know, gross. I don't have a fever. I don't have a, you know, my throat's not even that sore, you know, at all. It's just a little tickly because it's like ridding itself of like the leftover mucus, you know, TMI, whatever. But so, yeah, I apologize if... Uh, <clears throat> I'm coughing like that throughout the whole entire um, newscast. But anyway, let's just jump into it. Um, uh, okay, manga publisher Seven Seas. Y'all know Seven Seas. We talk about Seven Seas all the time. They're bringing up. They're bringing a whole bunch of great manga over to North America and everywhere else, and they're awesome. Um, the workers have formed a union called the United Workers of Seven Seas. The union is working closely with the Communications Workers of America. The group seeks to negotiate better working conditions for Seven Seas employers and freelancers. Good for them. Good for them. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Mamoru Oshii judges new international animation festival in Niigata in 2023. That's really cool. Um, revealed in a press conference on Monday that he will be judging committee chairman at the new Niigata International Animation Film Festival. On March 17th to the 22nd in 2023, Karakawa advisor and former representative director and chief anime officer Shinichiro Inoue will be the festival director. That is very fucking cool. Very cool. Um, I wonder if we can like get the like nominees and results of all that. Cyber Group Studios to present Final Fantasy IX animated series at Las Vegas Licensing Expo. Paris-based Cyber Group Studios... Vice President of International Licensing and Marketing Bruno Danzel Dumont told Animation Business Magazine 
in an interview published on Sunday that the studio will present the animated series based on Square Enix's Final Fantasy IX for the first time at the Expo in Las Vegas, the licensing expo. The event will take place from Tuesday to Thursday. Um, Cyber Group Studios will also debut Digital Girl, The Mikhair Family, and Press Start animated series at the Expo. Dumont stated that the four series have a strong appeal for different age targets. Um, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. I would love to see that. I would love to see that. I've never heard of Cyber Group Studios before, so, you know, that would be cool. Maybe we can watch some stuff after and and check that out. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is coming to Paramount Plus, by the way. Uh, it's coming, I think it's tomorrow. Or, actually, no, today. So, like, as, as you're listening to this, it'll be going there today. So, if you haven't seen Sonic 2 yet, there you go. And I'm pretty sure Sonic 1 is up there on Hulu still. Um, this I thought was really weird. And, you know, it's... I can see I can see some people having different differing opinions on this. Let me know what yours is. Um, and I don't know if you guys have ever heard of these before, which I didn't know about them until recently when Trisha started watching them. But there's this um, kind of YouTube channel called Fast Movies or Fast Films or Fast Cinema, whatever, where they just summarize a movie... Um, with like in ten in a ten minute video or fifteen minute video. Um, obviously, the more details and longer the movie is, the video could be longer. But like you know, you can watch, you know, like a ten minute video to save yourself potentially an hour and a half or two hours. You know, just because oh, I just want to know what happens, right? Um, and I guess there are some movie studios that are suing some of these fast channels or fast movie channels. And the studios, which include Toho and Nikatsu, filed the lawsuit on May 19th. Police had arrested the Fast Movie Online summarizers in June 2021 for illegally uploading content and committing copyright infringement. So it sounds like this is only in Japan. Um, but the movie studios determined the amount, of in, amount in damages by checking the number of online views for Fast Movies of 54 films that have screened in Japan such as Shin Godzilla. Um, some fast movies have reached over 2.65 million views. Unauthorized recording of films in theaters is a crime in Japan. Well, duh. Uh, that's a crime anywhere, I'm pretty sure. Under the Act on, Act on Prevention Unauthorized Recording of Films, uploading such footage to YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and other services are also copyright violations. Okay, so here's 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 what I'm saying. And I guess, so I guess this is only in Japan, but... Um, it's not the same as watching the actual movie. It definitely is not. Um, I've watched some of them with Trisha, and I've you know I've watched some of them on my own for movies that I'm just like I just want to know what happens. I don't really you know. Normally I would just read on Wikipedia or something. You know what I mean? Um, it, to me, watching these fast films on YouTube is not any different than reading them on Wikipedia. A lot of these fast films, what it is is just footage of the movie um certain key key events you know key footages as the person is narrating the movie um and then there is there is some sound you know barely any it's mostly just the clips of the of the events of the film and then the narration and then there'll be times where there'll be some tasteful editing where they just you just hear you know a character make an exclamation or 
uh, a tagline or something. And um, it's really not any different than watching it on Wikipedia or watching that, that one, what's that one channel that's really fucking famous? The one that it's like a uh, hundred things wrong with this movie and it counts like all like the, there's like a counter on the left and it goes up every time. It's like, you know, the same thing. Um, I, I don't know. I seem, That seems a little weird. We know how Japan is with their copyright stuff, so. Um, so I didn't know this, but in Skullgirls, I guess they changed Valentine's little red crosses on, on her, uh, hat and legs and on her, um, her costume, they changed it to pink. And I never really thought about it, but yeah, you can't have the red cross on anything. Uh, apparently it's, it's, um... It's a part of the Geneva Convention and or the American Red Cross, you know, is like, yeah, you can't put this on anything. Um, Which, like, if you think about it, right, uh, there's, you know, if you go to the toy store and you see um, little toy ambulances or toy fire trucks or whatever, they don't have that symbol on them for that exact reason. And so I think, I think with... um, with Skullgirls, they were like, it's artistic expression, it's fine, you know? But anyway, they put out a statement, and so they changed him to pink at first, right? And then now the cost of having to go back in-game and recode all of Valentine in the game with the new design and the animation is going to take a long time and it's going to cost a lot, so that's why... They just initially changed him to pink, hopefully that hopefully hoping that that would be okay. Apparently, it was not okay that it was still a cross because she is a nurse, and it's very obvious that she's a nurse. So, um, anyway, they posted this on the Skullgirls forums. Hey, everyone. There's big changes coming to everyone's favorite ninja nurse. Valentine is getting a design update. Before we get into the details of that new de- design, you may be wondering why. It all comes down to Valentine's crosses. Longtime Skullgirls fans may recall a similar situation many years ago when Valentine's Red Crosses were hastily updated to their current fuchsia design to avoid potential legal issues. As a Skullgirls continu- as Skullgirls continues to grow with more exciting opportunities than ever on the horizon, we're finally in a position where we can take the time to update her design with the care and effort it deserves. Going forward, Valentine's colored cross-shaped iconography iconogra- iconogra- <laughs> iconography will be replaced with a new pointed shuriken design and she'll get a new pastel pink color her eye color and pupil shape will remain unchanged um and for those of you who don't know her pupils are crosses um this change will mean that at some point in the future every frame of valentine animation in skullgirls mobile and skullgirls second encore will be updated with the new design along with any story mode art or other art pieces included in the digital art compendium. Other characters that feature this cross shape, like Ilium, and The Last Hope will also be updated. Um, The Last Hope, I believe, is a move that features that. To celebrate this change, lead animator Marielle Cartwright from Future Club has recreated a wonderful new piece of Valentine art. And you can look on the official channels of Skullgirls. Um, yeah, so now she has pink shurikens or fuchsia shurikens, 
um, on her uh, her outfit, her legs, and then her hat, obviously. Um, <clears throat> uh, given the scale of these changes, we won't have an exact timeline for when they will start to appear in game, but in all likelihood, they will arrive at some point this year. Keep an eye on our social media pages for news in this about exciting 10th anniversary developments. So I absolutely understand why that is a thing. I totally get it. I get it. Um, it's a, it's a shame because that was kind of the creative part about it. It's like, oh, the Red Cross is actually her ninja stars. They're actually sharp pieces on her legs. That was kind of cool because she's a ninja. This, I think, still works because you can still tell she's a nurse. You can still tell she's a ninja, even more so now with the shurikens. And I think it's fine. Um, I wonder since they changed, because they changed the shape completely, can they be red again? But, you know, who knows? So, I don't know. I I understand it. I, I totally get it. I still love the Red Cross, but I like this look as well, and I think it's fine. So, Valentine is always a cool character. Um, okay. Oh, also, I got to give a shout out to the homies over at Crunchyroll because they sent me some cool assets and images and video of uh, the, the Chainsaw Man trailer. You know, it's the trailer we all saw a little bit ago, um, but this is the Crunchyroll official version because it will be streaming on Crunchyroll. They announced on Monday that it will stream the television anime of Tatsuki Fujimoto's Chainsaw Man manga this year in over 200 countries. Um, very fucking cool, man. I'm so excited for Chainsaw Man. I really hope that it looks like what it looks like in the trailer, like, because it looks so damn amazing in the trailer. And even, like, some of these images that they, these stills that they sent me, I'm looking at it, and I'm just like, God, I hope it looks this way. I seriously hope it looks this way in, um, in, uh, the show, you know what I mean? Like, and, and not just because it's the trailer, you know, but I'm excited. I'm excited for that. So thank you to Crenshaw for sending me all that. Is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? Season four, July, 2022 debuts. There's some summer hype for you. I have not seen any of this show and I really want to, I definitely want to watch it. Um, there's cute girls, there's magic, there's fantasy, there's fucking ninjas and shit, it looks like. You have Hestia, of course. I mean, it's so popular. It's got four seasons. Damn, I've never seen it. I want to watch it. So I got to watch it. I got to put that on my P PT dubs. PT dubs. Um, Let's see. Shinobi no Itoki. Itoki the ninja. Um, DMM Pictures and Troika have debuted a teaser promotional video. And the first key visual for their original series, Shinobi no Itoki... This looks pretty cool. Um, it's like modern day ninja shit. There's car chases. There's there's assassins at night. Ninjas running around up and through buildings and shit. That could be very fucking cool. Um, <clears throat> it doesn't say. I think it just says later this year. It does not say. It might be summer. But yeah, um, it does not say. Uh, Extreme Hearts Sue is a new anime. Uh, I think we talked about this one's like idol girls doing sports stuff. This is coming out this summer. So it's a summer reminder for you. It's like three girls. They try and follow their dreams of becoming idols and doing, uh, sports. Each one does a different sport. One does baseball, soccer, 
and the other one does it looks like basketball. So that's summer hype for you. Rent a Girlfriend season two. This is coming back on in the summer. If you liked Rent a Girlfriend, Waifu the Anime, season two. That's July first. Shin Ultraman film sells one million tickets in eight days. Studio Car's new Shin Ultraman film. Holy shit. That's crazy. I gotta watch this. I want to see Shin Ultraman and Shin Kamen Rider so bad. So excited for that. Golden Kamui Manga wins Japan Cartoonist Association Award. That is fucking crazy. The Japan Cartoonist Association announced the winners of the 51st Japan Cartoonist Association Award on Monday. And Satoru Noda's Golden Kamui Manga won the grand prize in the comic division. Koji Chirayakuta Tene na Karoshi. Kurashi wo Sudagaki manga won the cartoon division. Uh, very cool. Cash prize plaque. Very awesome. Um, Fathom events to screen Macross Frontier anime films in U.S. in June when it gets closer to the date. <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. When it gets closer to the date, I'll be sure to remind you. I'm telling you guys I'm dying. When I die, make sure that Smokey and Trisha get all my stuff. Nick can have all of my uh, computer stuff because God knows he needs it. And Danny can have all my mango chutney. Um, let's see. Netflix streams new Shaman King final set of episodes on May 26th. Uh, so, yeah, dude, that is, oh, literally this week. Fucking new Shaman King. Let's go. Still haven't watched any of it, but Danny says it's pretty cool. Attack on Titan pushed Annihilation director to rethink horror film in Men. Yeah, there's this new horror movie out there called Men. And apparently Attack on Titan, like, inspired him to, like, change the direction of what he originally was going to do in it. And he said this. Attack on Titan hovers on this strange space between something absurdist and something actually really frightening. I was just really, really impressed, and I thought, on some level... I'm being too lazy, maybe. I don't know what the right word is. Maybe not lazy, but I'm not saying anything like as good as that, and I've got to get better. But I'm just not anything like as good as that, and I've got to get better. So it made me reinvestigate men and rethink about it. That's the nice stuff about other people's good work. It sort of lifts everyone up a bit, you know? It's always cool when, um, you know, people and other other artists or other filmmakers or artists and other mediums get inspired by anime. It's always cool. You know, uh, new Yurisai Yatsura's anime's first video unveils more cast and staff. I am so excited about this. We've talked about this, I feel like, for the last few years on the newscast, and we finally got a teaser for it. Yurisai Yatsura, um, based on Rumiko Takahashi's manga of the same name, um, about the alien Lum coming to Earth. The Takahiro Kame, uh, who's done an episode director on Strike, which is Berlin, JoJo's Golden Wind, is the series director, Masaru Yokoyama, um, who did Horimiya, Iron-Blooded Orphans, is composing the music. Um, Character design, obviously, originally by Rumiko Takahashi, but for the anime, Kazuhiro Takamura Mikio. Um, Mecha design by by J.N. Thad, Yoshinira Sono. Art design by Kaoru Aoki. Art director, Masanobu Nomura. Uh, CG director Kanji Oshima and editing Kiyoshi Hirose. 
so amazing. I'm so excited. Lum is the cutest. She literally is the fucking cutest, man. I love Yurisai Yatsura. It's a rom-com. This space alien princess comes down and she meets... uh, What's his name, dude? Ataru is his name, I think. Yeah, Ataru. And it's super cute, man. I love it. I've seen an OVA. I read some of the manga. Um, I could not find anywhere to, like... When I was a kid, I, I would read the Viz comic ones, you know? Um, that fr- random friends I had had. Like, th- There was this one friend I had. He was a neighbor kid. And his older sister was, like... I think we were in, like... We were, like, in 6th, 7th grade. And his, his older sister was in college. And she, like, would always import or bring back stuff from Japan all the time, like my cousin Mario would. And she had a bunch of Yurisai Yatsura stuff. And that's how I, like, fell in love with her. She's seriously the cutest. I love her so much. I'm so excited for that. God damn it. Um, Yukio 7's anime debuts on Disney, XD, Hulu, and US in June. This Yukio series looks more kiddish than any of the other ones before. It almost looks like Beyblade shit, which... Which is fine, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh! is a kid's thing, you know, it's, it's it targets kids, so that's what's up. I, however, am really bad at Yu-Gi-Oh!, but I love playing it, so if you all want to play Master Duel, let's play Master Duel. Uh, Crunchyroll is going to release Makoto Shinkai's Suzume no Tojimari film outside Asia in early 2023. So yeah, that's the new Makoto Shinkai film, so the door in the middle of nowhere, and the girl goes in it. So we'll get that in 2023. Studio Chizu Films get orchestral concert in August. Whoa, that's fucking cool. Um, I wonder if they're going to stream that. If they do, that'd be sweet. Um, the works of Studio Chizu um, are inspiring their first orchestral concert in the Tokyo International Forum on August 14th to commemorate the first anniversary of Bell's release. The concert will feature performances by the Tokyo Philharmonic Ar- Orchestra, Masa Katsu Takagi, will perform the piano, singers Hanako Oku <clears throat> and Anne Sally will participate as guest vocalists. Uh, advanced tickets are available through the Lawson Ticket Service in May 29th. Uh, yeah, so for those of you in Japan who will be there in August, go to Lawson's. Okay. So remember when we talked about that huge Shin collab um, that was happening? It was like Ava, Kamen Rider, Ultraman, Godzilla... Whatever. Apparently, it is an amusement attraction in Bandai, Nam- Bandai Namco stores called Shin Japan Heroes Amusement World. So, that sucks, because I'm not in Japan to have fun with that. Adult Swim announces Rick and Morty the anime and Ninja Kamui anime. I know Nick is going to have a field day with that, and so will all the other dude bros who love Rick and Morty. Um, yeah. That's gonna be that could be really interesting. I'm I'm interested to see who will animate it and how it will look. Um, it's not a secret that like the creators of Rick and Morty are big anime fans, so uh, yeah, that's gonna be cool. Um, all right, like chorus recoil anime profiles irrepressible Chisato and first character video. This is an anime coming out in July. The story is set in Laiko Riko, a Japanese-style cafe in the old downtown area of Tokyo. The cafe takes orders in from anything from delicious coffee to sugary sweets, and perhaps a little something extra like dealing with kids, business negotiations, and love advice, 
one-on-ones about zombies and giant monsters, and no matter what you order, we'll serve it up. That could be really funny. That could be hilarious. That looks really cool. I really like the way this... This actually looks really sweet. Um, from the Sword Art Online designer Shingo Adachi. Okay. Sweet. I was like, I, I was like, I really like this art style. It's very, very clean. That's why. Um, that that's uh, summer hype for you. Summer hype. Um, Wakame Kombu is the maid I hired as recently as mysterious or suspicious. Manga gets TV anime. Excuse me. In July. <coughs> I was about to go right there. <laughs> um. Yeah, this looks really cute. It's like this maid who starts working, uh, and she's like really sexy, really cute, and she starts working at this big house, and apparently something about her is suspicious, suspicious, little picious, not right. Fire Force gets third anime season. Uh, I think we all knew that was coming. Um, I have not even finished season two. I'm not. I'm not. I'm also not reading the manga. So, um, but the manga has 20 million copies in circulation right now. So. That is fucking nuts. But yeah, I'm excited for season three. Um, I know season two kind of left with more of a cliffhanger. And yeah, that's actually... Season two was a while ago, man. That's crazy. Wasn't that like in 2019? No, 2020? Yeah, 2020. It was delayed, but it was it was in 2020, yeah. The Duke of Death and his main anime gets second season in 2023. Um, yeah, second season if you liked anime. The big booby chick and the guy with the top... Kid with the top hat. Um, the manga ended recently, so, yeah, if you like that anime, I think that's, uh, yeah, coming up in summer. <clears throat> Sega plans to release multiple spinoff remake games in fiscal year ending in March 2023. I mean, that's exciting. I mean, I'm only really right now excited for this Sonic Frontiers game, open world Sonic something or other. So just bring it. Just bring it over, dude. Uh, My Hero Academia Vigilante spinoff manga ends in chapter, in the next chapter on May 28th. The latest chapter of writer Hideaki Furuhashi and artist Ben Kortz, My Hero Academia Vigilantes uh, on Shonen Jump Plus, revealed on Saturday that the manga will end in its next chapter on May 28th. Um, yeah, did you guys see that Evangelion collab with PUBG? Oh my god. Loki makes me want to play PUBG again just to get all that Evangelion stuff. Ah! Super cool. Um, Shin Kamen Rider, we got a trailer for this. I am so excited. The poster they made for it is so friggin' cool. I I love Kamen Rider, and I love these new Shin versions of these classic tokusatsu things we're getting from Ano, Shin Godzilla, Shin Ultraman, Shin Kamen Rider. So fucking sick. I'm excited for that. Uh, Netflix's Resident Live... Resident Evil live-action series trailer show New Raccoon City and London settings. Um, this is different from the new the new movie, I believe, which is coming out. Uh, the first live-action reboot film, Welcome to Raccoon City. Um, oh, that premiered in November 24th after delay from September 3rd. Okay. Yeah, I, I haven't heard anything about it, so I don't know if it was good or what. Um, but this one looks, I don't know, it looks whatever. I'm not sure who the characters are. Um, it's a, supposed to be a separate story, but who knows. Got a, got a trailer for Mob Psycho 100 Season 3, and that is coming out in the fall, so I'm very excited for that. 
that's gonna have that's gonna give us mad recency bias when we do our year review. I bet because it's gonna be towards the end of the year. But I am hella excited for uh, Mob Psycho Three. I love Mob Psycho. The Angel Next Door spoils me rotten. Um, this looks super cute. Um, Armani lives alone in an apartment, and the most beautiful girl in school, my hero, lives next door. They've almost never spoken until the day he sees her in distress on a rainy day and lends her his umbrella. To return the favor, she offers him help around the house, and the relationship slowly begins to blossom as the distance between them closes. Yeah, I mean, it's not like anything special, but the art just looks really nice. It looks really cute. Um, could be cool, so we'll see. And the final piece, the Eisner Awards 2022. Um, Comic-Con International announced the nominees for this year's Will Eisner Comic Industry Awards on Wednesday. The following manga were nominated in the Best U.S. Edition of International Material Asia category. Tatsuki Fujimoto's Chainsaw Man, translated by Amanda Haley. Naoya Matsumoto's Kaiju No. 8, translated by David Evelyn. Junji Ito's Love Sickness, Junji Ito Story Collection, translated by Jocelyn Allen. Todonosuke Shimada, Robo Sapiens, Tales of Tomorrow, Omnibus, translated by Adrian Beck. Tatsuyo Endo's Spy Family, translated by Casey Lowe. And Haro Aso's and Kataro Takata's Zom 100, Bucketless of the Dead, translated by Nova Skipper. I really want to read Zom 100. I am actually going to buy it. I'm going to go buy the first volume right now. I'm going to go buy it right now. Fuck you guys. But yeah, it's excited. I'm pretty sure Chainsaw Man or Spy Family is going to win, and I'm not going to be mad about it at all because those are goaded. So, yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Again, sorry for all the coughing and dying on the, you know, the whole entire time. Um, but I'm okay. I'll be all right. I, I promise. <laughs> and I love you guys very much, and thank you for being patient with me as I try and navigate my life and do better time management um, when regarding the newscast. So, I love you guys. Thank you for being patient. And uh, that being said, I've been Sam, and this has been the Anime Summit Newscast.